Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I know it's only Tuesday, but it feels like Friday. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalk1071 and live streaming all over the earth on our website, MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis is off for one more day. Don McLean is here and filling in for Don McLean over at our archaic board, Mike. <laughs> or as I call him, Garden Center. Good morning, <laughs> Mike. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Customer is Wrong Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I love that. Okay. Welcome to Electronic Greeting Card Day. I don't even know if they still do those. Remember when those were big? Yeah. Um, welcome to Giving Tuesday. Uh, welcome to National Chocolates Day. Welcome to National Lemon Cream Pie Day. Welcome to Square Dance Day. Welcome to Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. Oh. And yeah, I guess... They start spoiling right about now after Thanksgiving. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious morning coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Good to the last drop. Don McClain, yes. how's your tea? My tea is good. I put in two tea bags today. That's a oh. tea bag day. Um, I, yeah, I just wanted it a little bit stronger. I don't yeah. know why, but I think I was expecting snow when I woke up, but it wasn't there. It's coming. It's a coming, it's, though. It's a, Yeah, I think it's mid, from what I read right before slumber, mid-morning. I don't even know what the mm. hell that means, but... Yeah. Well, that's for us in the afternoon. That's exactly. why you don't know. That's yeah. day part two. Right. Mike, how's your... Uh, Caffeine or whatever you're doing. Oh, today. it's delicious! Nice dark roast, uh, cozy this morning. Ahead oh, of perfect! The, ahead of the snow, so nice. Uh, How about uh, you? Mine is absolutely fantastic. Made by Pylon Angela. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Who's in a great mood today? She was a little. Oh my God! She listed off. She came to the Starbucks window. Yeah, and uh, she had a mask on, and she hasn't been wearing a mask since the height of the pandemic. And I went, I go, hey, just oh. She says, I feel so much better. I go, oh, my God. I said, I noticed you weren't here for a while. She proceeded to list off. I think she listed off every condition. Mm-hmm. She had, like, allergies and the flu and then uh, this and that. And then her kid had this and that and this. And then and then she listed, oh, oh, and I also had this. I said, you've basically listed off everything a person could have short of, like, COVID. <laughs> yeah. She listed Rubella. everything. Yeah, every, yeah exactly. Polio. Yeah, 
She lit all those side effects that you hear during a, a pharmaceutical commercial. She listed oh, all no. of those, you know, <laughs> God, uh, no, dry no. mouth, uh, you know, anyway. Upset stomach diarrhea. Some, yeah, we have some commercials on our air that list off all of them. It always cracks me up. But anyway. yeah, it's like most of the commercial. You're like, I don't yeah. want I don't know what this is for, but I, I, don't, I don't want the conditions. <laughs> no, no. But if you have the condition, listen up. The customer is wrong day. Um cracks me up because I've always had in my head a concept for, I guess you would call it a bit, uh, but it would require a lot of trust on the, on the part of all of you listening. But I always thought it would be fun to put out there that we want you to vent about whatever public facing job you have, kind of give people a funny forum to tell us horror stories. And, you know, we would disguise your voice uh, slightly and change your name and everything. Um, but I always thought it would be funny just because as I heard from my friend, Zach, um, who is a massage artist at elements in St. Louis park, the public facing jobs, the service industry people, they have the best stories. I mean, think of Shay cab. Think of, uh, you know, Shay, her hears everything. Um, it Cause she has a car service. She hears from every walk of life. Oh yeah, and and the same is true for hairstylists and servers and uh, manicurists, and and then not only do they have great stories, but they have great horror stories and things that we do that just drive them crazy. Um, and I just always thought it would be fun to do kind of a a sounding board or, or like let loose. And without fear of getting in trouble from your boss, because, again, we would disguise, you know, on the TV side, I thought it would be fun to put them in um, in shadow uh, and just let them go off <laughs> on great. the public. Yeah, it's like the dating game. Or remember, Don, those old Frosted Flakes commercials? They, there was a series of Frosted Flakes where adults admitted that they liked Frosted Flakes. Oh, my God. They, oh, yeah, that's old school. Uh, it's a very old reference. but And they, they had them in shadow, and then they disguised their voice. Anyway. That um, was such a cute thing. It was a good one. but Because I would love to hear. Like, I, I love any list. If I see a list, it's like 10 things that um, the light rail guy doesn't want you to do. I'm yeah. clicking on it. You know what I mean? Or like servers. I can read those new every time and I can go, yeah, because oh. I was a server. Mm-hmm. But then their new ones crop up and I want to know if I'm do- doing something stupid. Yeah, because there are new ways to create fresh hell yeah. for the service folks. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are yeah. new ways. Totally. We're constantly adapting. Mike, were you ever... Were you ever in the service industry? Uh, my parents actually owned a restaurant uh, when I was growing up. So for yeah. 10 years, I oh. was everywhere from, uh, I started when I was about 12 and uh, did everything from dishes up to cooking and did a little bit of uh, serving as well on top of that, bartending, pretty much everything. So Everything? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it still, it's not open anymore? You no, say, that was uh, 2004 okay. at close. So yeah, it was back okay. when I was in high school. What kind of restaurant was it, if you don't mind me It asking? was a nice family restaurant, uh, oh. a small town. Uh, half of it was a bar, half of it was a you know family-style restaurant. We so want to go. A little bit of everything. That's we want to go uh, right Mike. now. Yes. Come on, that's our thing. That's our, that's our jam mm-hmm. right there, Mike. Yeah. Those, those, and, well, you're speaking to what I'm saying. Not only do the people like uh, your your folks and, and Shay and, and Barbers, not only do they, they have the real pulse of the people, but for a place like that in your town, town, correct me if I'm wrong, 
those places really are kind of a town hall. I mean, they Absolutely. are the epicenter of uh, those family style restaurants. That's where everybody goes on the weekends for breakfast. Or, it, or it had a bar. So it it's like a it's real, literally half yeah. and a half. You walk in, to the right Ooh. goes the bar, to the left goes your, you know, more family dining. So. Oh, God. Town of 800 and about 50 people at that time. So it was the spot. Oh, everybody yes. knew everything yes. about everyone. Everyone. <laughs> yep. You knew who the tramps were and <laughs> yep. the, yes. the hookers yep. and the guys you, you should who, stay away from well and you knew who in the town was really a tramp but pretended to be brie vandekamp you know what i mean <laughs> that put out oh she's so perfect and yeah and no, you're like she wasn't, no she isn't nope, she's not perfect no. she puts on a front i was just in one of those places i i uh, i didn't get to this right after we went but my mother-in-law mama haas is from a, a town about an hour and a half of, uh, south of rochester called caledonia i've mentioned it over the years um, since I've been in Colin's family, I love this town. I really want to, and I've I said it on the TV show, and I've said it on our show uh, the last trip. I think I want this town to be uh, bigger than it is, Dawn. I, I think yeah. it needs to be a tourist destination. I want the Chamber of Commerce, and I want some restaurant tours. Okay, I want some antique stores to go in there because it should be a like a little stillwater. It's on the cusp of that. It's such a freaking cute little town. I'm going to have to Caledonia. Yeah, and Don and there are some haunted places there. I stayed um at the historic Caledonia Inn. Is it I'm on pretty, the river? Um no. I don't think okay. so. Not All right, anyway. anyway. No. Go ahead. No. But it's uh oh, I don't it's so go to their cute. government page. What am I doing? caledonia.gov. Yeah, it's, it's so cute. Uh and there there's a cute bakery and a cute coffee shop that I mentioned before. And what made me think of it is what Mike just said. Mike, there's a there's a place there called Elsie's, and it's exactly what your parents owned. It's a restaurant in, in the front. It's probably reversed of yours. And then in the back was the bar, and that's where we hung out after Thanksgiving dinner. My mother-in-law, that's myself, and Aunt Lisa. Uh, and we went back, and it's just, it's that place. And, and it was packed. I think the entire town of Caledonia was in Elsie's that night. And there's just nothing better. There's nothing better. Every walk of life, every age, uh, they had a salad bar. So you know it was a family-style restaurant. They still had a salad bar. (laughs) I'm looking at it right now. It looks like the general store from Little House on the Prairie. Yes. As far as, like, there's a storefront that's taller with a second story. Oh. Yeah. I just want some. It needs, I told Colin, we figured out the math. I think it needs a couple more restaurants and some more antiquing and shopping because there's a town near it called Lanesboro, which is yeah. already kind of a weekend destination. Oh, I know that place. Sure. Okay. They're, they're close. They need to team up and create, make it a little weekend destination for folks. I do the drive a lot. It's an easy drive. It's a good little weekend spot. And it's, it, it's uh, outside of these rolling hills, these mountains. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful part of Minnesota. So, Caledonia, you're abfab. We see you. We see you, Caledonia. (laughs) We see you. Uh, When we come back, Space Tomatoes. Next. Today's show is brought to you by Tuesday. Nothing screws up your Friday more than realizing it's only Tuesday. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's great. Absolutely right, announcer lady. Does it feel like, and this is absolutely nothing... Against you or a Mike, but does it on, okay. feel like Alexis has been gone forever? Mike, let's not 
first, Mike, let's let's not take that personal. Don't take it personally. Right. Like, honestly, it has nothing to do with the both of you. No. Um, Dawn, uh, I can joke about it because I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. And I I love doing the show with you. It has nothing to do with that. It just we were just texting last night. We had a blast with Stephanie yesterday. Yes, for sure. I, I think it's because she was maybe sick the week before. Yep. And yep. then um, we had the holidays, so it feels like she's been gone for two months. Yeah. And, and my, we love her so much. My my theory is it's the holiday. Mm. And especially for me, because I left the city. Oh, yeah, you so went to Florida. I, I, she's been gone so long, I've been to Mickey Mouse and yeah. been back. So, yeah. yes, I'm, I'm with you. I'm completely with you on that. But she will be back tomorrow. She will be back. That's right. Fresh as a spring daisy. Uh, before we hear about space tomatoes, yeah, let me tell you about this real quick. Uh, the 87th annual Santa Project is uh, happening, happening, benefiting our friends of the Ronald McDonald House Charities. Bring a toy or gift to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters during Lori and Julia. That's uh, today. Today they're going to be there. So head over there um, and bring those presents. My talk's going to get them to the kids. And for a full broadcast schedule, I love when I start talking in the music bed that I play just ends automatically i like it when there's an ad in mind when i'm doing that it's like "Uh uh-oh never mind by the way this is the lovely in-store kmart christmas music from the 70s uh get a full broadcast schedule at mytalk1071.com or use keyword santa okay um there are pigs in space yeah muppets um there's an international space station Mm. but now uh there are space tomatoes that's right thanks to elon musk Oh, he should just, uh, I'm like, ooh, it's SpaceX uh, doing this. Uh, and I just went, eh. Uh. Um, so over the weekend, uh, the SpaceX mission, they they shot off into space to the International Space Station for a new gardening project aimed at getting tomatoes to grow in space. Um, so the someone from NASA here, uh, we're testing tomatoes, looking at the impacts of light spectrum on how well the crop grows, how delicious and nutritious the tomatoes are and the microbial activity on the fruit and plants uh so this is like a life sciences project and they have the veg 05 tomato experiment going on they've grown lettuce and other things in space but uh i just are they like what is their day like are they ever bored up there or do they have like well i have to go harvest the tomatoes yeah like, well, other, I'm, I'm just so busy today. I got to feed the lettuce, and I just want to look out the window for a little bit. Other tasks, you know? Yeah. W- what do they have to do? What's their daily job? Like, okay, at 8 o'clock, you have to do this, and that, or is anybody keeping track, or are they just, like, floating around, and then every once in a while, they're like, hey, did you uh, fertilize the tomatoes? <laughs> well, I'm sure they have to uh, keep track of their um, their. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Levels, like yeah. your oxygen, you know, but yeah. Just to stay but, alive. The basic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And are they, I want to know, like, I want them to, if they're not growing them outside in mm-hmm. actual space, like, I want them to be in space for real, not inside the capsule. Like, put those tomato plants out there on a little tray and, you know, make sure they don't float away. Like a drive-in like drive what... tray? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like in Sonic. Hangs on your window? <laughs> yeah, everybody hold their breath. Okay, don't get sucked out the window. No. I mean, we don't really know. But, yeah, what's that going to do? Like, being just out and then a grow light out there. Now I want to taste those tomatoes. Yeah. You know, if it's in a chamber that's just like, I don't know. It won't <sighs> taste... Would would space affect the taste if you're if they're just floating out there in your sonic tray with your with your drive-in speaker, just with your space tomatoes? Would they in fact taste different? And is it just like a regular job? Like, let's say they don't want to do it, and they're like, "We're getting tomatoes tomorrow." They're like, yeah. "But we're already we have four different types of lettuce. We have like, how are we going to work in tomatoes into our schedule?" Like, is it something that just a boss sends you? Like, guess what? You're growing tomatoes tomorrow. And they're like, oh, crap. You know? <laughs> of all the jobs on the space station. They sweeping, can't always be happy. You no. Know? Cleaning out the space bathroom. Yeah, um, who does that? Is it who, a robot? Who who handles the cooking? Like, do they take turns turning the, uh, the astronaut yeah. food? Like do they a, have separate tomatoes for cooking and then ones for growing? And that they yeah. don't, they just get to eat one? And then one of the guys or gals is like, oh, I used one of the space tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Like, great. Now we have no data for tomorrow. I, I'm just trying to my... write a space comedy. I don't know if you've done <laughs> <laughs> I can segment. tell. Yeah. Well, go to go to that horrible restaurant that I went to that Alicia. <laughs> no. um, Alicia, who worked last Friday in the noon shift at oh, uh, Space 220, because I should have taken a picture uh, in the walkway, as you enter the space restaurant, there's a vessel mm. and it's turning like a bingo machine. And there are cabbages tomatoes, and lettuce oh. in oh, they're... this. They're growing. It looks like it's now it's fake, but they look like they're growing tomatoes. Let me see if that I can... is so meta uh-huh. is because that... oh. they're doing what I'm talking. About. They're fake doing what I'm talking space about. 220 tour. Um, hold on a minute. Were now, you, you're gonna... So you had never been in there, and the first thing you see is cabbages rolling around in a bingo machine? Yeah. Great. Um, you're I like, know, is this was... Disney? I don't know. They've gone too far. <laughs> well, I was just like, oh, look, Colin. Go- oh, okay. I'm going to send you this link, Dawn, and okay. go to uh, go to two minutes and 42 seconds in this, and you're going to crack up because it's. I'm putting it in the instant. Can you see the instant messenger? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Here we go. There we go. Okay. Um, you're gonna crack because we lit- the fact that I just saw this and you're mentioning this <laughs> right, and the wanting reality. to write a space com- a space comedy, yeah. Plus, Which you can see this horrible restaurant that Alicia was rude to me at. Uh, around two twenty, yeah, but yeah. Well, two- it's called two twenty, and oh, I'm restaurant. Go- uh, the re- it's called Space Two Twenty, and you want to go to time code no two forty two actually. Oh, okay, it's closer two forty two. I thought also your reservation was at two twenty, and I'm like, what's the deal? Is this a prank? Oh, I no. see. Here we go. We're walking in. 
You're walking sure. in, and then you'll see the you'll see the tomatoes around the. Oh, I, oh my God! There's the spinning there, cabbage. Yeah, the cabbages are not tomatoes. Oh but yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'll put this on our in. links page here. Yeah, and you guys can see, especially if you if you listen to the show yesterday, me complaining about this woman <laughs> who I didn't change her name. Her name is Alicia. <laughs> um, this is the space restaurant, the new one at Epcot. Um, and you'll see the tour of it. Just go to links on my talk. It does look cooler than what you. Yeah, yeah, I, it's cool. The video looks very cool. But when you're sitting there, no, it's not that it's a we little never bit talked of a about what you ate or anything. Yeah, well, because it was underwhelming. <laughs> tell you space tacos and crap. Anyway, uh, when we come back, a funny email from a listener. I can't yes. wait to hear this. Plus, Iger is already making changes next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Wholesome American cooking, fresh fish, a variety of salads, wonderful hot appetizers, tantalizing combination platters, all backed with a new kind of courteous, friendly service. Sizzler introduces a new kind of dining with two completely different dining experiences in one restaurant. The Grill, with a variety of distinctive platters served at your table. And the Buffet Court, a whole experience on its own, where you create delicious combinations just the way you want them. It's a restaurant within a restaurant, with all the value, quality, and freedom of choice Americans want. It's unique. It's bold. It's ahead of the competition. Sizzler for the 90s. Exactly what America wants. Yeah. Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Sizzler. Uh, a restaurant within a restaurant. Welcome that's right. Jason Freedom and, and choices. Freedom I mean, and choices. Is this a place where um, uh, couples would go and the guy's like, uh, listen, we are in the place of freedom and choices so i wanted to bring up something um i, I want a divorce i've uh, allowed myself some freedom and you see that waitress over there connie yeah we're together <laughs> so um i just want to let you know since this is the place of freedom and choices i've made a different choice but i will we, pay for your meal we met at the buffet court that's what they oh, called it the, the buffet court. court oh my gosh like it's a town center or something uh-huh. oh god yeah. So, and they're not even that big. It's not like Golden no, Corral. I mean, no. you want to talk about choices, go to Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Or go to any, go to the Caesars Palace a buffet oh, in God. Vegas. Yeah. That thing is like, um, that's a stadium. Mm. That's like a soccer stadium, a buffet. Yeah. 
Uh, so we got a we got an email about yeah. the Sizzler commercial. Yes. Yeah, so this is from listener Tana. Hi, Tana. And she says, "I wanted to tell you a story about Sizzler we had in the '80s in Denver." Oh God. By hus- any e- can I tell you any email that starts with that sentence? <laughs> I need to tell you a funny story about Sizzler. Okay, go ahead. I love the way she tells this. My husband and I were sitting near the dessert area. Of course, there were multiple families letting the kids run amok, as always. <laughs> so an older brother slash younger sister combo uh, was at the ice cream machine. The sister was too small to reach the ice cream machine herself, so the brother did it for her. She wasn't having it, proceeded to walk away, plopped down right in front of our table, and had a hissy fit. I casually leaned down very calmly and said, Go to your mother. <laughs> she immediately stopped crying and ran back to her table. <laughs> I thought my husband was going to die from laughter. Have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> she said this before Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Oh, go oh. to your mother. Go to your mother. <laughs> Kids that are just absolutely oh. losing it. And the parents are just like, well, that's the way it is. And you just can't believe what you're seeing. Oh God, she did it. So go the, to your mother. The, she did it right in front of that woman's, in front of Tana's table. Well, yeah, oh. I mean, she just plopped down and was just having a tantrum. Oh, go to God. your mother. Go to your mother. <laughs> I'm gonna tell people that are not, behaving badly to go to their mother. <laughs> go to your mother. You ain't welcome here. Oh, oh. gosh. <laughs> uh, speaking of Golden Corral, um, yeah. I at a dark time in my life used to do seeing telegrams. And this was one that put down is one of the, as it was happening, I'm like, I'll never forget this. It was super hot. I used to do Marilyn Monroe. And so I was dressed in the Marilyn thing, which by the way, takes forever to do. It's like so much makeup and a wig and just like all this stuff. Eyelashes. Yes. And I was so embarrassed because I worked for a company that wouldn't even send me with balloons and I got a portion, I got like 50 bucks a time. I mean, it took like a couple hours to get ready, or well, like, yeah, hour and a half to get ready. Then you have to drive there. My car didn't have any air conditioning. You know, you're sweating off the makeup. Um, oh, and God. so I would come in, and <laughs> the bit was is that I was the Grim Reaper. So I had on a big black hood, and I didn't want to just walk in as the Grim Reaper because, well, <laughs> back then people wouldn't have thought, this is somebody that's going to, do something bad in here, but it made me uncomfortable. So I would go buy my own balloons at like Dollar Tree that said like, you know, black balloons that said happy birthday and stuff because that's what it was. And so I would sing happy birthday to the person, but I was dressed as the as the Grim Reaper. And so one of them was in a golden corral. <laughs> they sent you to a golden corral? Yes, and it was packed. I mean, and there were probably 600 people in there. I don't think it was 600 people, but I, it felt like it. I just was I embarrassed. Norman could send you to a non-private location. Are you kidding me? No, I went all... I And then, yeah, so I go in and I'm <laughs> Grim Reaper. I'm Marilyn underneath. And people are watching me because I'm walking slowly and I have like... <laughs> Skeleton hand, and which they, <laughs> the golden this, this is the old, like I only had one skeleton hand, so the one holding the balloons, which was more comfortable to hold, <laughs> just my regular hand, and so I'm pointing like it's like a Christmas carol, and I'm the ghost of Christmas 
future or whatever. And so I'm walking towards, and you don't know who it is. Like you're trying to be hidden because, you know, and they're like, we'll have pink balloons on our table. So I'm scanning, scanning. The golden crown people don't even know that I'm coming because this, the people didn't tell them at the front. No. So I had to, st- you can't get through unless you wait through the line of the eating, you know, like the little corral. It's literally like a little. Like, you can't just walk in. There's like a stanchion thing. So I had to wait through that to get through and say, I, oh, I'm not eating. <laughs> and then, I'm not. And then, it was so packed. And I'm sweating underneath this stupid thing. I've got the balloons. I've got my, my skeleton hand. And I'm looking for them. And I don't see a damn pink balloon anywhere. Right? So I just walk. I keep circling the buffet. <laughs> But I also don't want to show that I'm Marilyn, so the hood is down. I'm looking, and I'm like, everyone is literally silent at this point. Okay, no one's eating. I don't mean to stereotype, but there's a lot of old people there. I know. They're like, he's coming for me, George. Right. My cholesterol, I'm getting some fried. These old people have fried chicken on their plate, and they think you're the cholesterol grim reaper. Guess what? I'm here for Mucinex. Or, or or Miralax or whatever it's called. So anyway, I went I went around. I'm looking, and then finally, oh, finally, God. somebody waved over because they didn't want the person to know, you know, who was like 50 or whatever oh. that I was there. So then everyone is watching. It's not like this is they kept the volume is down. It's silent. And then I go over and I'm like, I'm coming for you. I'm here. I'm like, you have to I'm say like, that. Yeah. No, I was trying to make a. Oh. So they paid so much for this. It was like 150 bucks. I wanted to give them not just the 30 seconds of happy birthday to you by Marilyn. So I'm like, I'm like, Mister <laughs> Baker, you. I'm coming for you. It's your were 50th you, birthday. And you this dying inside. Dying because everyone was watching me. It was like I was auditioning for something I wasn't prepared for at all. And then, you know, you. You give them the balloons and they're like, oh, oh, well, because I have like red nails on on the hand. <laughs> Is the it the skeleton? Hand? Right. So I give the balloons because I have to be able to rip off the, you know, Grim Reaper outfit. So then I give the oh. balloons, I rip it off, and then I have a full audience to do, oh. you know, I did, I've done it several times. But still, it's a little nerve-wracking when it's not a small party. It's like a, uh, an audience of 600 eating their, like... Golden Corral! Their Golden Corral, like, uh, hot dish, you know, and piled on place. <laughs> and they're all just looking corn. at me. And so I sing and, like, you know, do that happy birthday thing. And then you feel like I have oh. to sit on his lap because, you know, we got to get this. You know, it was the 90s. They so, paid $150. Yeah, and I'm only getting 50 so anyway, yeah, I mean, I sang and everybody clapped and stuff, but it wasn't like I'm sweating. It's like 99 degrees outside and I didn't have air conditioning. So I was at first super hot with that Grim Reaper. I mean, this was, I mean, and it's for $50. So <laughs> they just, yeah, oh, that was probably goodness. one of the most memorable experiences of my life. Um, and oh. then they used to, this company, they used to, you know, I was a theater major and they had seen me in some performances and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, they had seen me do Marilyn, like filling in at Legends Theater once. And they're like, oh, will you work for us? And so then they started listing all these things that I would be. 
And then people would choose from a menu of what they wanted. And some oh my of them, God, I'm like, like what is that? Menu. Like, I don't have a song for that. Like, I would have to, like, there was one that was just dumb blonde. And so, <laughs> I just, I would like, I'm like, okay. So I would like, fi- I found some song from some musical. But like, nobody knows the song unless you're a theater nerd. You know, it was like something from, oh. I don't know, Oklahoma? Who knows? But like. I had to pretend I was like, oh, God, God. I might even need to stop the story. I know we have to go to commercial, but wouldn't it just been easier to give plasma? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I was a performer. I was performing, Jason. I know. but Oh, God. I'm just never. Every time I look at you now, I'm just going to see you with your one grim reaper. With your one grim reaper hand pointing at the golden corral. (laughs) I'm not eating. I'm not eating. I'm here for a birthday party. You're pointing like you're pointing at Tiny Tim's dad. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm with Ebenezer Scrooge and we're at the grave and I'm like, get in. in. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh God. Okay. That. Has to be one of my favorite and stories. I now did the here. dumb blonde one in the at, for a manager inside of J.C. Penney's, and I'll have oh, to tell God. that story sometime because I had to completely make up a whole scenario. Oh, I had God, to you basically did it in write a, a script. Penny? I did, and it was for the manager, and I had to go up to him, and I was like, "Listen, I mean, I'm like, I don't know where I am," and he's like, "Excuse me," I'm like, "Can okay. I talk to your manager?" <laughs> Let's make an executive. Let's go to break. I know the audience is in their car and they're thinking, why are we going to wait? Well, let's come back. Dawn singing at a Jacques Penet when we return. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. Thanks for being here, everyone. I'm Jace with Dawn and Mike. Uh, Alexis returns tomorrow after a week off, spending some time with her family. So don't miss that tomorrow. We have a very fun show planned tomorrow, so don't miss it. Set your DVR. Okay, so we're <laughs> laughing our butt off. Um, we stumbled upon, it's again, one of the things I love about the show and doing the show is when we go down a rabbit hole, we can't get out. Um, we were talking Reliving about, yeah, nightmare scenarios. Uh, we're talking about Sizzler, which then led us to think about Golden Corral, which then led us to think about Dawn's life. Which I got to tell you, in the six, seven years you've been here, I knew that you were, <laughs> I knew that you did singing telegrams. Oh, yeah. But for, but for some, but for some reason, it's not a memory. It's not a, it's not a thought of mine of about you that floats to the surface. And I don't know why, mm. because it's the, all I think about is the scene in Beaches with Bette Midler when she dresses <laughs> up like a bunny rabbit and she feels like, She's so, all she wants to do is be a Broadway star. And yeah. she's so just, she hates her life. And she even has, she says that she says, I hate my life. And she has to dress up as Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And all I'm thinking about with you is basically the same thing. You're a theater major. You, you just want to perform <laughs> yeah. and you have then to make for some 50 money. Buck, and make some money. And you have to, for $50, dress up as the Grim Reaper and go into a Golden Corral. It's just, it's, anyway. Okay, so you did, you had to go to a 
J.C. Penny too. Yeah. Okay. So the, I when I was Marilyn, <laughs> which I did the most because it makes the most sense. People order these for their birthday usually. Yeah. I was Marilyn underneath the Grim Reaper <laughs> as a big reveal. That's so exciting. And then it's like, well, this is such a short song. I got to give them like diamonds are a girl's best friend as well. But then it would get uncomfortable, and I'm yeah. like, okay, I need to end this. Uh, so then they would list this co- stupid company would list like all these things that I would do. Um, all these characters that you could choose from. I didn't even know that they were on a list of things. Like, I was like, what am I doing? And they're like, oh, well, they chose Dumb Blonde. And I'm like, well, what do I do? And they're like, I don't know. Just do something, you know, just find a song. I'm like, oh, my God. So I think I did, like, maybe something from Guys and Dolls like, that didn't make any sense. Adelaide <laughs> lament or something. So I go into the day, the big part of the story is that this guy, it wasn't even his birthday, so I couldn't do a birthday song. He was retiring as a manager. Okay, so I go in and I act like <clears throat> I want to speak to the manager and I'm, you know, doing this act where he can hear me outside the door because they left his door open and I'm like, I need help. I cannot find my way out. And they're like, what do you mean, ma'am? And I'm like, okay, so I, it's like a circle. It just keeps going around and round. And like, I go to the, I'm at the perfume counter and then I ended up in menswear and then I came around the corner and it was children's. But then I came back to, I came back to perfume and then I went upstairs. And I just, I think this is really stupid that you guys have a very confusing store. And like, basically, I was so stupid that I couldn't find my way out of JCPenney's. And so I was complaining to the manager about it. That was the bit. <laughs> and so then they're like, okay, well, he's really busy, you know. And I'm like, I really want to talk to him about the design of this store. And so I go in and I'm like talking. And so obviously it's a character, like, as you could hear in my voice. Yeah. And I'm just like, then I just start messing with things on his desk. <laughs> like, I start asking about what he really does. And I'm like, that's not really a job. So, oh my God. So then um, they bring in a cake and they sing happy birthday. And then I sing, I'm like, okay, well, that was what I've done here is only about five minutes. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll sing a song from Little Shop of Horrors. Or I don't remember if it was Guys and Dolls or Little Shop of Horrors, but it was a dumb blonde character that I had done. And so I'm like, but it doesn't make sense. You know, I'm like singing to a plant, you know, or, because Little Shop of Horrors, you know, so it's, it's a song. Yeah. It's not about like, hey, you're retiring as a manager because I couldn't find one of those that in my repertoire. What am I supposed to compose one? This place was like, I was very resentful that they would send me out on these things. I mean, and then it's just like it ends and then you don't know if you're supposed to be your character anymore or just be yourself. It's really awkward. It's Suddenly awkward. retired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't modify because I actually get really nervous. You know, even though yes! I'm a performer, I'm not somebody that's like, you know, I, I always do. I over prepare for any role that I do uh, to an obsessive degree. So anyway, <laughs> I mean, they liked it. But I remember one time, I don't know what the, it was like, cowgirl or something. And they I ordered did, a cowgirl. They just yeah. Put cowgirl. And okay. I, I just I didn't know, like, OK, I'm a cowgirl. But like, what do I, what do? Do I talk about? Like, what how do I form this character? And yeah, the people complained and wanted their money back. And I'm like, bitch, I bought balloons out of my own pocket. <laughs> like they were ten dollars, and I'm all, so I'm making forty now. Forty because he wouldn't even oh. send me with balloons, which the dude had a flower slash balloon shop. 
And if they well, wanted balloons, they would pay extra for the balloons. But within that $125, $150 prize, you can't throw in a few balloons. <laughs> yes. I put spurs on. I, put, <laughs> I did. I yeah. I like went out to this ranch and I think I was acting because it was like a place where people go horseback riding and stuff. And I was acting like I wanted to ride, but I had no experience. It was just stupid. Oh. I, yeah. Just come, I would imagine part of your nerves. Does it come from the fact that you're performing in an unconventional performing space? Yes. Like if you were on, you know I'm what I mean? I'm in JCPenney. You're yeah. in G- I'm in, in Golden Corral. And there's no separation of a stage in no. between me and people in seats. Like when you are lifted above the, you know, like, like the, yeah. yeah. The audience in a theater knows they're here to see a There's show. a boundary. There's no ba- I'm sitting on laps. I'm doing anything. <laughs> The people in Golden Corral are just there for their mashed potatoes and Sunday machine. They didn't know they were going to get a show. Oh, God. So damn good. We're going to take a break. The second hour starts right after this. Day.